today's date and time, with the COVID-19 hanging over all of our heads like a loose sword, people are extremely worried about their health. Actually, people are extremely worried about their physical health. But what about our mental and emotional well-being? When it comes to our mental and emotional health, we either ignore it for days at a stretch or we tend to overthink about it too much. And that is the part where the problems actually begin. Now, when I started getting more in touch with my mental health about a couple of years ago, see, I knew the term, but at the same time, I didn't exactly know what it meant, to be honest. And I'm pretty sure most of you hearing this podcast right now can totally relate to it. Because we all know at the end of the day that it's important to stay mentally fit and fine. But what constitutes mental health? According to WHO, mental health means mental and emotional well-being, which affects our day-to-day activities, our decision-makings, our relationships, and every little thing that we cannot even think of. For me, mental health issues meant going to a psychiatrist which, let me tell you, is a huge taboo, especially when you're growing up in an Indian household, the way I did. And anybody who's listening who belongs to a brown family can totally relate. I mean, brown parents have a solution to every problem. And you know what the solutions are? Well, go to sleep early, wake up early, have a glass of milk before you sleep, have a glass of milk after you wake up. I mean, all these sorts of things, except for talking about how you feel. So a couple of years ago, I knew I wasn't doing very good and healthy, but I really couldn't pinpoint at the problem and I feared going to a doctor and dreaded to talk to my parents about it. Then one day I came across a video and it was one of those videos which I did not even intend to listen to. And that was basically an eye-opener for me. It shedded light on how there's certain red flags that my body is actually showing me that are just signs that I'm not okay. And these included just the tiniest little signs, eating or sleeping too much or too little, pulling away from people and my usual activities, yelling or fighting with family and friends, experiencing severe mood swings that cause problems in relationships, all that. I was going through all this, but my thoughts on them was basically what anybody's thoughts on them would be. That maybe it's just tiredness and sleeplessness. Well, apparently not, because how long can you expect yourself to be tired and sleepless? A day, two days, even three days? Well, even a week, if you're as sleepless as I am. But not much. And if it goes on for more than weeks, it's actually a problem. It's actually a huge problem. And that made me reflect on the baggage that I was carrying. Overthinking on issues that I don't even need a second thought on which was making life and relationships difficult for me and that too by my own doing and thinking. That what we tend to do normally? Carry the weight of all our past failures, past relationships, expectations and whatnot and miraculously hope to get over them the next day. You know, that part actually makes me think of a story I once read in a Panchatantra book. I am pretty sure most of you guys would have heard of it. It's a story about a snake and an axe. But for those who haven't, Well, here goes nothing. So the story goes, a hungry snake snuck into a carpenter's shop. He hoped to find some food and slithered from one end to another and accidentally bumped into a double-edged axe. He got very slightly injured. In anger and seeking revenge, the snake 
with the axe with full force. Well, what could a bite do to a metal axe, right? Nothing. But the cobra didn't know about it and obviously he got hurt and started bleeding. Out of fury and arrogance, the cobra tried its best to strangle and kill the object that was causing it pain by wrapping itself very tightly around the blades in expectations to smother it. The next day, when the carpenter opened the workshop, he found a seriously cut and dead cobra wrapped around his axe blades. The cobra died not because of someone else's fault, but faced these consequences merely because of its own decisions and wrongly directed wrath. We as human beings often tend to act the same way when put face to face with the reality of life. And what do we do? We keep our minds around that idea and keep on wrapping our minds again and again around that idea. And what it does to us can be at times so catastrophic and hurtful to our own selves. One of the consequences of this sort of unhealthy coping mechanisms is that we get out of tune with ourselves and tend to lose touch with all the good and positive around us. Mental health and mental illnesses are determined by multiple and interacting social, psychological and biological factors, just as our health and illness in general. Mental health for each person is affected by individual factors and experiences, social interaction, societal structures, resources and cultural values. It is influenced by experiences in everyday life, in family, in schools, on street and at work. Now in this podcast, it's not like I'm going to be giving you a crash course or telling you about a miraculous pill that makes you feel happy and blissful overnight. No, instead, I'll be talking to you about the taboo of mental health and letting you know that you are not alone in this journey. I'll be talking about some tips and techniques that I have developed over the years which have helped me stay mentally afloat and mentally healthy. And not just this, Every week I'll be talking to a friend and family knowing what they did to stay mentally afloat and maintain their emotional well-being. 